He had four movies in a series called Police Story, mm-hmm. Police Story 2, and then it became, I think, First Strike. And then oh, it, Operation Condor. And then Operation Condor, I believe. Right. Huh. So, they, yeah, they're sequels, but then they were, like, sold in the U.S. as, like, separate movies or something. Right, but but First Strike was, like, was actually, I think, like, the third movie the third in one, that series. And it was sold as Operation Condor 2 First Strike or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Operation Condor is the actual fourth one. <laughs> Or something weird like that. When you watch them in the yeah. order that you're supposed to in the, in English, right. they don't make sense. Right. Well, like, um, <laughs> so if you ever, if, like, if you ever want to do, like, a deep dig on, like, a really <laughs> interesting series, you should, you should look those four up. Because the first two are very much made for, like, the Chinese I don't audience. know that I've ever even seen them. I've seen the other two, though. Huh. I've seen number yeah. one, and I believe the rest, but I have never seen two. I think two is kind of hard to yeah. find. It's very much like, yeah. like, again, it's very like released limitedly yeah. over here. Uh, but anyway, no, what I, uh, it's still the same Jackie Chan, but there is one distinct difference that Americans know about Jackie Chan that Chinese audiences don't necessarily know about him is that in exclusively like Chinese style movies, he doesn't always do the, I'm not looking for trouble persona. Oh, that's more of a thing from when it's like, well, he's just so wholesome that he gets portrayed well as that every man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So so he he, he kind of typecasted that way in a lot of ways. Well, no, well, part, well, part of it is that like a lot of the films we see him do that persona is where he is a Chinese man coming over to live in America. And then some wild, of course, something bad's gonna happen because America is full of bad, terrible things that happen. Of course, <laughs> like like uh, uh, motorcycle uh, well, gangs running over your car yeah. parked on the side yeah. of the street. Well, if, if, if something bad didn't happen, then it would be kind of a boring movie. No, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm saying that yeah. in, in his situation, he's like, "Well, I'm a martial artist, but I'm just gonna come over here to America to live a wholesome life." And then a motorcycle gang led by a girl who's actually your neighbor tries to run <laughs> over your new car. <laughs> I don't want no trouble. Hey, hey, leave me alone. Don't. Who knew that saying? Hey, hey, please. Don't run over my car with a motorcycle would lead to him getting oh. brutally beat up by gangs and rumble in the Bronx. Oh my goodness. That's a great movie. So anyway. Let's um, get started. Yeah, let's get started. I'm Zach. I'm Colin. And I'm Bob. And I'm and Jackie Chan. And welcome to, to <laughs> the Housewives Podcast. Podcast. Good to be here. Where we don't <laughs> want any trouble. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. Um, so, <laughs> so we are here to talk about music. Music. Media, media and the mission, mission of, of Jesus, Jesus. and hey. martial arts. <laughs> yeah, we've added a fourth category. <laughs> oh my! See. If somehow through the grace of the Lord we could get Jackie Chan on this podcast, say Jackie Chan, in your opinion, how has martial arts been a benefit in your ministry with the, with the kingdom of heaven? <laughs> you oh. know, I don't know that we could get Jackie, but um, there is a uh, jujitsu dojo. I know on the same property we as my church. Talk on some, we yeah. share the same gravel parking lot, and it's in the same building as Hardy's office. I really do think that you guys should get together and be like, we how should. would you like to pump that iron for the Lord? Yeah. Oh no, that's so. There's two things. There's a gym. Where people are pumping iron in there, right. and a lot of times it's police officers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then across from that, on the side, there's jujitsu. Okay, great. And they're doing martial arts in there. And then <laughs> yeah. you hear that, like, you all just be in Harvey's office, and you'll just hear, like, somebody getting slammed down. You know what part of the body jujitsu is in the kingdom? The, like, because you know they say we're all different parts of the body, hands and feet. Okay. Uh, jujitsu uh, people are the cauliflower ear. Oh, yes. From MMA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on this note, I would like to 
<laughs> that was not a very good springboard. Uh, but, um, you know, one thing that martial artists really do like is getting centered in their mind. It's also yeah. a mental game when you pummel someone in the face. Well, there's a lot of mind over matter in martial arts. That's very true. And um, you would say that anybody, any athlete of any right. kind, when they go into their, um, they go into what's called the zone. Like we call it, oh, that guy's in the zone. Yeah, it's like when so he's, he's hitting home runs or, yeah. you know, he's a surfer hitting that wave or whatever. You drop right. into the zone where your um, subconscious kind of like takes over. Mm. Um and that has been called the flow state. And when I and nice know, segue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's kind of yeah, like, yeah. you know, you just get to a new school, maybe, and you're uh-huh. like new to Kentucky. You came from Florida and then somebody calls you sunshine from Remember the Titans. And then you just kind of black <laughs> out. <laughs> and then you go into the zone, per se. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but oh, so, my goodness. I've heard, no, one of the things the, this is legit. I thought this was a mental thing, but apparently this is also very much a physical zone. Well, like one of the videos that you shared, yeah, he goes into how you can like become like unlimited physique potential. Oh yeah, as yeah. well. <laughs> you can unlock all kinds of human potential. If oh my you just goodness! Get your brain. What what it reminds me of? Right state, if anybody's right? a fan of Naruto, <laughs> is <laughs> unlocking the opening the gates or whatever yes. it's called. Or it's like realizing Broccoli. you're in the Matrix, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. But before we get into any of that, this is going to be a wild episode. This will be a fun little like way to. We're going into some weird stuff, like territory we've not. Yeah. We've not dealt with on this podcast, so I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> so there we go. And um, and and before we get started, we're going to do a, a worship song. We're going to do a classy hymn. Yeah, um, buddy. Let me ask you about fir- uh, How Firm a Foundation, Zach. Um, what do we know about it? Do we know who wrote the song, How Firm a Foundation? I'm about to find I'm out. I'm trying to remember who wrote it. The main thing that I know about it is it's based on Isaiah 41 and 43. Uh-huh. And it's a very rare worship song. That is written from the perspective of God. Ooh. So instead of like the congregation singing to God, it's actually God kind of singing this to us. So okay. it's kind of a weird thing when a congregation sings oh, it together because cool. we're kind of like singing the words of God back to him because it's like his promises or whatever. The first verse just kind of like sets it up. And then the other three verses are basically scriptures from Isaiah where God is talking to uh, his people. Ah, so, 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 you know, when it says like, um, fear not, I am with thee, oh, be not dismayed. You know, it's from Isaiah 41. Yeah. Yeah. So the person who published this hymn is John Rippon. Oh, that's right. So they don't really know who wrote it because it was in his like, um, it was in an, uh, like a an appendix of hymns, yeah. of hymns that he had Psalms and hymns by Rippon right. selections. Yeah. So anyway, that's interesting. I thought that it was going to be like, Ooh, this was written by like Charles Wesley or something, <laughs> but no, no such luck. No. Okay. Here we go. Cool. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you?
forsake us. Thank you so much that you were with us, even when we're going through trials, uh, even though it looks like water is going to overcome us, um, even though it looks too deep for us to handle on our own, and in many ways it is, um, but you are there for us, and so I thank you that you are strengthening us, you're with us, you're by our side. Pray that you would uh, draw people to yourself with this podcast, um, you'd bless everybody who's listening, and uh, draw them nearer and nearer to you. Ask that uh, our conversation would be uplifting to you and it would just give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Absolutely gorgeous, fellas. Very cool. Yeah. Um, we, that, uh, that we, was an awesome song. We like to do the hymns. Um, we like to, you know, it's which become a more of a regular practice of ours is that we should introduce the hymn maybe in its normal form. And then go 80s later, or whatever later. later remix it. So I think maybe I'll do some research and, and go back to the uh, hymns we have done in the past that we've done just very like straight. Yeah. And then we can go back and because during our live stream we just did, we did, didn't we do um, uh, the um, Martin Luther hymn again, but this time we like kind of fanciful it up a little bit. I don't know if we changed it or not. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to say, I want to say we did a little bit. Yeah. Well, every time we do. A song it tends to be different so well wait one second hold on guys wait just can i give me a minute mm. all right yeah i think hey, I, hold on what were you able to use one of the flow street dopamine triggers 
Yeah. Because, okay. I thought okay. about my dog, Rain, and then immediately went into, like, hyper happy mode. And then I used that to recall knowledge spell. And uh, I figured... <laughs> That's oh my not goodness. what this is about at all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, basically we uh we did the song straight for the live stream. All right, Zach, go ahead. Yeah, but <laughs> there's your answer. <laughs> it works. <laughs> cool. So um I kind of am combining two things into one here. Mm-hmm. Right. We're still talking about um World we're still views. talking about worldviews, right? Yeah. The ones that are kind of competing. This one is like there's a lot of different ways you can go with it, but it all kind of boils down to can you hack your brain? Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that fiber optic port being installed. Oh yeah. Just heard yes. about that. Yeah. Elon yeah. Musk has that, um, that little bug from the matrix that can <laughs> yeah. go into your brain. I, I, there, there was an option for an ethernet port, but I, I, I think if, I think if I'm going to be doing any sort of hacking, yeah. I want oh, the best speeds possible. I think I'm going to go more fiber optic. Are you talking about the pig thing where he can like sense the pigs, like neuro pathways and stuff like that? Yeah. He's, de- he's oh. trying to develop like he did test it on a pig, right? Yeah. He tested it on a pig. I okay, saw now, now, now this story, I'll be honest. I'm unfamiliar with completely. I do know that he's been working on, has successfully found a way to, um, hack into the uh, ha- uh tap into the brain with uh with about a thousand different micro circuits yeah. uh in order to compensate for parkinson's and shakes oh wow interesting so well that that is a completely different type of tapping into the brain what we're talking yeah. about is almost a trick of mental acuity that will therefore unlock the potential. This is a lot like Dragon Ball Z. So no fiber optic port. No fiber optic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, it's like when Krillin and Gohan go to the planet Namek and the guru unlocks their potential in their mind. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows what we're talking about, of course. And you've lost most of our I haven't seen it, but there, wasn't there a movie with like Scarlett Johansson where she, Lucy or something like that. And Lucy could uh, use 100% of her brain. And that cause like reality yeah. to like shift all because the like stuff. the popular science meme says that humans only use like 10 percent of their brain i don't know that that's actually like accurate. It, 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 it's <laughs> it's a myth it's it's, it's kind of an oversimplification of it's, the fact it's that it's a hyper oversimplification yeah. as as if uh, as if all parts of the brain could be active at the same time yeah do right. you use do you use <laughs> all 10 fingers at the same time at every part of the day no you don't <laughs> if you did that would, that would be, be crazy. very crazy you would just a lot of fidgeting with those fingers a lot i think of fidgeting. what they mean by that is that at any given time only 10 percent of your brain is active as the neuro paths yeah. so are like the, traveled through yeah so then the assumption becomes if you could use 100 percent of your brain all at once all of a sudden um, you Come, know, you, you would unlock space time itself. Yeah, and, you could just travel through time, <laughs> see right. round corners, right. as old Greg says. He <laughs> was seeing down. around corners. <laughs> <laughs> he unlocked the funk. <laughs> All right, so um, so Zach, yeah, um, explain yeah. to us since you since okay. you did the bulk of the research, explain kind of what people believe in terms of this flow state thing. So you can either unlock the potential of your brain through direct manipulation through ingesting chemicals which we'll talk about in a sec. Oh Lord. Or, uh, there's a way to apparently mentally unlock certain parts of your brain. And this has become known as the flow state flow state. Yep. So Bob, you've been, you were kind of like coached into using the flow state. Weren't you for a project? Um, Were you guys given like a flow state, the Pomodoro session thing. Oh, the Pomodoro about. session. Yes. This is yeah. kind of like flow state okay. light, I guess. Yeah. 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 No, we, we, yeah. We use this, um, at, at work. We kind of did a small little mini session on it. Um, 
where for for two days, uh, the my my small office of about, um, I guess there's about at the time there was about ten to twelve of us programmers yeah. and uh, software engineers, and we uh, and we used this system to help uh, basically in two days hammer out a pretty pretty intensive uh, website or at least the majority fundamental yeah. aspects of this website. Um, and so for for those who are unfamiliar with this process. Um, this, I'm, I'm not talking like a GeoCities, you know, just throw up a page <laughs> type of thing, but an actual, I know GeoCities, it's like a web app. Uh, yeah. An actual functioning yeah. website, internal tool that we would use within the company that actually store data. People uh-huh. interact with it, log in processes and Colin secu- is, uh, security. I mean, lots of aspects uh-huh. to it. Um, didn't you mention something about rhythm too? Like a certain rhythm. Um, yeah, yeah, to? yeah. So, so, so the Pomodoro system was set up to where you basically had about twenty minute increments, yeah, of yeah. time, and then you take five minutes to kind of break and kind of reevaluate you how that was twenty minutes. All went. distractions, right? Well, well that yeah. was kind of the goal here, and so those twenty minute increments were kind of done through uh, through a soundtrack uh, that you could purchase for like fifty bucks. Um, wow! Uh, it, it's, it's, it was called Music to Code By. Um, this is not an ad for it. I don't necessarily recommend purchasing it, but it is out there nonetheless. And there are other things that are like, but it's designed to follow that Pomodoro system designed, but, but the music is intentionally designed to be different. Um, the melodic and rhythm and things like that to help, help you to focus. The rhythms kind of follow like your biomechanical rhythm. (laughs) <laughs> supposedly yeah yeah it's very I, interesting i don't know about that yeah. aspect of it but you're probably right that there, there probably is a bit more science that goes into it or or arguably pseudoscience potentially yeah, yeah. um I, I i don't want to completely discount it like that that's not my intention but the, but i think there is something to it yeah so um, but but the, the yeah. idea there is that there was a reasoning behind the way this music was composed yeah well like for me if i'm working on a paper or whatever i can't listen to music with too many lyrics mm-hmm. or anything. Actually, um, Colin will get a kick out of this. One of the things that yeah. I found uh, helps me like be productive is uh, Seeger Rose. It's like, I'm a huge Seeger Rose fan, but I don't understand his lyrics at all. I don't understand what he's saying at all either. But, so it becomes kind of background noise. But strictly from, <laughs> a, <laughs> strictly from a musical standpoint, they are phenomenal musicians. And it's very like relaxing, yeah. you know, that or um, the lo-fi hip hop. Is oh yes! Do. Oh, I can, fi, yeah. I can get tired of that sometimes, so I'll switch back and forth. But I think there's something to the uh, the input you're putting in your brain, and if you can kind of get rid of those distractions, mm-hmm. you can be more hyper focused for short bursts, and that's kind of yeah. the idea behind now, Pomodoro. In a much less scientific fashion, I haven't found um, um, a a playlist that I have generated called I think I've called like relaxing uh, re- reflective mm-hmm. instrumental. And so nice. it's, it's kind of that same mentality of being an, an instrumental playlist that's not super complex, it's, it's, um, but it's designed literally to just try to help me focus uh-huh. a little bit more, um, try to help drown out any distractions. It's, yeah, right. You know, it, I've heard people say that they listen to the Twin Peaks uh, soundtrack <laughs> like the 80s. <laughs> so um, so, there, yeah. so I, I'm not going to get into this too bad because we do need to get into like the flow state and stuff more. But yeah. um, I will say that there are other like religions necessarily that mm-hmm. actually do come close to this. So I might just periodically include them. But things like Scientology is yeah. going to come kind of close because they believe if they can clear their mind, yeah. clear their mm. spirit of, of all of their... Uh, 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 clearing engrams, I think that's what they call it, with Dianetics mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so if they feel like they can do that, eventually they will achieve 
this like immortal state. Interesting. Uh, gotcha. So there are people that, that do yeah. believe, uh, I mean, I don't know how big the Scientology yeah. church is, but the Thetans, they believe they are, yeah. uh, they, they are using their mental and they'll also have to confess what they did wrong to people while holding electric um, current and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about that. So, so there is, it's not exactly the same, but it does involve like getting into a crazy, like clear headspace, I guess, technically. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of belief systems besides the flow state one. And uh, meditation from like Eastern religion. That's exactly right. Meditation, I I honestly think has taken a lot of bad rap because it is so heavily involved with the Eastern religions. Well, however, I I would, but I would argue that meditation is also important from a Christian perspective, not in the same way that it is for the Eastern religions, but this idea of focusing and getting away from distraction and then just focusing on the Lord, focusing on the word. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's part of that whole idea of, 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 uh, the word slips me here, but the idea there of, of this uh, re- silent, like being going and being silent and being still, be, be still, being still. Yes. But also reflecting the on the scriptures. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah if, if we, if we call, on a regular basis, if we define the word meditation yeah. as like qui- trying to quiet your mind yeah. and be at uh sort of be at peace and have like a one-on-one with God. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, it we would, should do an episode on that sometime. That would be that would be an interesting. Like, there's kind of a maybe other worldview about. Yeah, because there's controversial. Like, there's some people who would say like, don't do meditation in your church, and I would say like, yeah, maybe don't use that word. Well, because meditation. like Bob said, that meditation yeah. has got its roots in Hinduism and Buddhism yep. and yeah. well, 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 well they, they, they've adopted meditation, but I think it's also been used by plenty of others. They're, they're, yeah, in, no, no, no. In, I'm, many I'm, I'm, saying, I'm yes. saying the roots of meditation are in Hinduism and Buddhism, but. Christianity and other religions have found that it's not a slippery slope to just close your eyes and, and, and reflect on God. Depends or, on what you're focusing on. That's I guess exactly kind yeah, of what absolutely. it would boil down to. Bob, why anyway. don't you, uh, why don't you open up that link to the article about, uh, flow state and dopamine triggers? Right. So in this episode, uh, even though we have all these other kind of things floating around, this one is specifically about yeah. like mental unlockment. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unlockment. I like that. Uh, but also mental apparently, unlockment. apparently the flow state does have uh, um, the flow state does have within it the abilities uh, or at least they claim it comes with special abilities. One of them is yeah. unlocking the full potential of your physical body as well. Uh-huh. Yes. And yeah, so, and, so, and so there are these triggers that that create this unlocking process. The science behind it is that you need a certain amount of dopamine to be released in your brain at once. So there are certain things that can release dopamine in your brain and help you fall into. Basically, it helps you fall into the zone. So gotcha. if you got dopamine released in your brain, you can hyper focus because it gives you kind of some mental energy. For okay. a short period of time. Okay. But there are a bunch of different articles that give you flow state triggers. So there are people who would say, um, I can do certain things and then uh, this will become a uh, flow state. Gotcha. So yeah. so these first four triggers that this article mentions uh, refers to complete concentration in the, in the present moment, uh, receiving immediate feedback, uh-huh. clear goals in the challenge skills ratio. That is the challenge of the task at hand stretches our skills to the utmost. Yeah. So those are, um, 
those are things that can uh, like, I guess that's kind of his way of like saying We're referring to the triggers. Yeah. He's evaluating the different triggers. And then right. I think below that, well, uh, there's actually a, there's actually a list of things, a list of 10. Okay. Let me, yeah. let me, let me get, let me get on that uh, train real quick and I'll contribute something to this. Cause I know the least about this stuff, but it says, um, if you want to know if an experience qualifies as flow, you can use these 10 items. Or if you agree with us, the first six as a checklist. So here's what it says. Action and awareness merge. The doer and the doing become one. Interesting. From the perspective of consciousness, we become the action. In other words, action feels automatic and require little or no additional resources. I got to be honest. This sounds like um, Ultra Instinct Goku from the current uh, (laughs) Dragon Ball Super arc. So second, it says selflessness. Our sense of self disappears. Our sense of self consciousness as well the inner critic is silenced so i guess what they're trying to say there is that um your actual consciousness goes away yeah and then the third one says timelessness we experience an altered perception of time past and future disappear and we are plunged into an eternal present a deep now interesting i don't know what that means (laughs) effortlessness our sense of struggle and strife vanishes the experience becomes intrinsically rewarding this is basically describing the flow state yeah yeah in technical parlance autotelic interesting (laughs) all right paradox of control we have a powerful sense of control over the situation we are captain of our own ship master of the small slice of destiny and then number six, this is where they say it officially stops, but the other four may or may not be true as well. Intrinsic motivation. The experience is intrinsically motivating. We do not, we do it for the, for love, not money. We do it because the activity itself is so incredibly enthralling that it's its own reward. <laughs> okay. Number seven, intense concentration, more specifically, intense concentration on a limited field of information, total focus on the right here, right now, complete absorption of the present moment. Challenge skills balance. The challenge of the task at hand slightly exceeds our skill set, so we have to push ourselves outside our comfort zone, but not too far outside. We have to stretch, not snap. I feel like some of these are redundant. Clear goals. There is no, there, there are not big goals like winning the Olympics in downhill skiing. Rather, they are much smaller chunks like getting out of the starting gate fast. What's critical is we know what we're doing now and we know what we're doing next. So attention can stay focused in the present. Number 10 says immediate feedback. The gap between cause and effect is so tiny. We can always course correct mid flight. So I got to, I got to wonder though. I mean, I mean, I understand yeah. what, what they're trying to say, but I got to wonder, does a lot of this coincide to just like trying your best? I mean, I don't know, yeah. but it, we'll see. It has to do with like um, hyper intense focus or things that can uh, give you dopamine. So um, like one of them is like a small reward. So, right. so if you give it, yourself this it, kind of the immediate feedback kind it, of thing. Yeah. The immediate feedback. So like, if you are a person who likes to go and work at a coffee shop, the reward of the pumpkin spice latte that you've craved 
um, can get the dopamine flowing in your brain and drop you into flow state. I've also heard of like, um, cause there was some about like taking risk, right? Yeah. I've heard of some people say that like, mm-hmm. um, they'll like go ask a girl for their number or something and see like how that encounter goes. And then the risk of like doing something like that uh-huh. will get them into flow state and make them like hyper productive. <laughs> oh my goodness. So <laughs> the pattern a- pattern recognition is one too. I don't know if it was listed there, but um, so like a pattern recognition could be like um, a song that you're familiar with, or it could be like looking at your previous notes from a class or something and like remembering the different things that you wrote down. All right. Yeah. There yeah. is a separate, there is a lot of lists on here. There's a yeah. separate one to 10 list that okay. is talking about exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I don't I know. This might've been the one I was looking for. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if, um, I, if the listeners want me to read this. I'll, I guess I could go really quick, but it's basically shared goals, close listening. Yes. Yeah. And which is its own statement. Complete concentration, a sense of control, blending egos. Each mm-hmm. person can submerge their egos. Yeah, this is for like if you got a group and you're trying to hit flow state together. Equal participation, yeah. familiarity, constant communication, shared, and then group risk. So it does have the whole like yeah. risk factor yeah. like you were talking about. It's interesting because, like I said, I, I mean, I understand what they're saying, but they actually do have like a, a few things written in that article that talk about how uh, it's something about how, like, if a religion or a belief doesn't grow corn, I don't want to hear about it. It's like some phrase that they believe in that mm-hmm. the corn they're trying to grow is. That kind of like, sounds like producing fruit. In like some ways, it is. But I think what they're getting at, though, is that if you don't believe I can do it, then it doesn't then I don't I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. Right. Because it's like it's like a it's re- removing negativity or doubt. Yeah. So that kind of points at the heart of the issue here. And I think we're, we'll kind of get to this as we go down, but I think it all kind of has to do with like, you're able to put yourself in the right state of mind yeah, so that you can achieve things or solve your problems. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like, um, uh, attending like a motivational conference. Yes. Yeah. Or like, uh, like the movie, yes, man, where Jim Carrey goes, and kind of gets hypnotized into um, only being able to say yes all the time. That's right. <laughs> well, I also, I, I'm actually a big fan of the, um, it's almost a reverse flow state if you really think about it, but I'm a big fan of office space where he gets hypnotized mm-hmm. into relaxing mm-hmm. because the guy says, I'm going to count down from five. And when I get to one, you will be very relaxed. And yeah. then he has a heart attack as he's counting down and then never does the hypnotism part. And so he just remains in a slight, like half, hypnotized yeah. trance of like total chill. So then he doesn't <laughs> care about anything anymore. He goes to work and he's like, I want your TPS reports. And he says like, I'm not going to do those. In fact, I'm not going to do any work. So <laughs> and he's like, that's fine with me. I don't care. <laughs> like he's that's, just like, what, what, yeah, what? It's a great movie. So it's kind of like yeah. in a way, in he a way he's he not focused. Yeah. But in a way he kind of is in flow state because that's kind of the thing, removing the barriers that like trip right. you up. Yeah. So, so it seems like it seems like they have a lot of different, very, yeah. very specific, detail-oriented things about this. But a lot of it seems to to me, it sounds like it's describing different times when you might like be doing like the best you can at something, which is fine. Yeah. I I'm all about that. It's it's just uh, right, right. It's it's all about that hyperproductivity. 
it seems like they're they're kind of like making like a bullet list of like how to be like the best you you can be, which is you know in yeah. a certain way it's it's yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that's the first way that you can approach this is through your mental motivation. Okay. So okay. You can just do it, but maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe you can't. Maybe you don't have the like control okay. to uh, make your brain unlock its full potential. Well, okay. you can induce um, yourself with oh, yeah. certain chemicals. Like uh, LSD. In order to unlock your brain's potential. Like MK Ultra. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, so uh, for an explanation of our next thing, we should really, uh, we should invite on Joe Rogan. Oh, my goodness. But I don't know that um, he would, he's slightly bigger than our podcast. He maybe has like 20 more listeners than us. You know what? Just <laughs> We should just call him and see if he's doing anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm in the middle of a podcast, boys. What do you want? <laughs> well, if we're the hey, houseplants. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so obviously this is this yeah. is very um ingrained in a lot of like our mm-hmm. I would say quote unquote uh un like declassified uh yeah. things of from maybe some of our government's uh, research projects about uh certain drugs inducing a sort of uh heightened mental state. Yeah. Yeah. To the detriment or the help of a patient. People people just experiment with it, you know, which we are not recommending anybody try. Right. But don't um, do drugs. The the main one you hear about these days is called uh, DMT. Yes. And basically it's kind of it's a hallucinogenic, right? Yes. But it's the the spiritual molecule is sometimes called. Yeah. But it's something that occurs naturally in plants. Right, like yeah. in indigenous cultures in South America have been taking this as a drug. You like mix like two different components of two different plants and the chemicals, the proteins and these different like it's like a stem from one plant and a leaf from another. Gotcha. And um, they figured out that it mixes to make this very potent like it's almost like LSD, but has sort of a different effect on the brain. So I'm going to read something okay. from uh, this is from uh, one of those like Quora dot com. Uh, questions yeah Yeah, so so somebody asked why should i take dmt why try it and so here's what an anonymous user said dmt can be a profound life-altering experience it is not a party drug nor should be treated like one it is not a way to get high or escape it is a powerful tool that will shake your core and shake you spiritually further dmt will completely disassociate you from your body and everything you trust During my second trip, I actually thought that I had died. Time slowed to a complete stop, including my heartbeat. Then, in quotes, the light traveling through it and merging into the experience of God. I felt loved unconditionally, and pieces of my life and others flashed before my eyes simultaneously. I was experiencing the universe in unity with it. It gave me firsthand account of many pieces that my meditation had probed, except greatly accelerated. While not quite life-changing for me, I had skipped the months of self-searching I think it would have been to get there. So, basically, um, sped up a process that this person thinks would have taken years of like meditation and reflection to get to. Yeah. So they basically are saying they had a breakthrough okay. because mm-hmm. of what they saw and experienced while they were on this drug. Right. Yeah. So um, what we're getting into, what, what what is being like described, like the mental acuity thing, 
Um, I, I'm assuming a lot of people have seen this movie. I like this movie a lot. Uh, I was very, uh, I thought the idea was really interesting. Have you guys seen Limitless? I've not seen it, no. No, I haven't seen Limitless. Okay, so real briefly, I'll describe what Limitless is. A drug is uh, created yeah. and is being passed around in its very, like, trial state. And the only reason that Bradley Cooper gets involved with this drug is because her ex- girlfriend or ex-wife's like brother just happens to be like peddling this stuff but he's like in trouble and so bradley cooper is like a failed writer who is always like like doesn't know how to get his life started and he's like always kind of uh not knowing how to write and then he takes this drug and suddenly everything that he learned in the past he can like access at any time he can uh he knows exactly what to say to the girl in the hallway to like hook up with her he knows. So then he cleans up his like apartment. He writes the entire script for this book and gets it to a publisher. Then he realizes that he's so smart or he has unlocked something. He's so focused that he can um, go on and trade stocks. And within like two hours has like 10,000 bucks and it just keeps going from there. And, and he gets like more and more successful. Now the problem with the drug, obviously like any drug is overuse becomes yeah. an issue. And he finds that he's losing time and like losing his grip on reality. Mm -hmm. And though he mentally was like able to do all kinds of crazy stuff, uh, he finds that he is so hyper-focused all the time that he like can't get enough of like living. He has to like jump off huge cliffs. He has to like get in fights and stuff. Interesting. And then it ends up like ruining his life, which I want to get into. And I'm not saying that flow state will ruin your life, but I want to get into as we get further down talking about like, how being hyper-focused on success or anything like that doesn't lead immediately to happiness or anything. And that's kind of the thing, like, and that's, I think that's kind of the thing with any drug is like, it promises even something like as quote unquote innocent as like pot or whatever. Okay. Well, um, quote unquote, whatever you want to say, (laughs) Yeah, you know, people have differing views. Um, like it, it promises a good time, but in the end it's just a, it's just a created thing, right? It's yeah. not God. Yeah. Sure. So it can't sure. fulfill you. Right. Just like with anything else. Um, and so, yeah, I think um, it's, it's very interesting how um, it's kind of the same mindset either by um, kind of disciplining your motivations yeah. or through uh, using drugs, people believe that you can, turn your mental state into something else. And we've mentioned a few sure. results that you want. Yeah. Well, we've mentioned a few other ones, like I guess hypnotism maybe. Yeah. And then there are even further like religious implications of like, um, uh, revealing all of the problems in your meditation. spirit in meditation, positivity, things like kinda, that. Yeah. Which and, is kind of similar to like good vibes that we talked about. Before. Right. And so, yeah. And in the past, when we've talked about other worldviews, a lot of them always had some kind of like, answer sure uh and uh so like ravi zachariah had like these lists of like questions he would ask does it do this does it do that yeah um we we don't have to go into all that but i guess what i'm saying is i think this does count as a worldview in that it seems to like solve certain problems it solves some problems yeah and it has some assumptions right and yeah. so and yeah. so it, it it does count it, it but it is very much like a you centric thing but yeah. what's funny is uh, the more i thought about it, i was like well aren't a lot of other religions very you centric anyway yeah. you know like karma is very you centric we've talked about yeah, karma karma doesn't really affect the simulation is very you centric it is it is well, can you get and, out of the simulation I mean, right yeah and so um anyway so yes 
So I, I kind of want to wrap up what the deal is with this worldview by kind of, I kind of laid out some assumptions that we could kind of define this into sure. like one cohesive worldview. So here are the assumptions that I think this worldview says. One is uh, your emotions, perceptions, and convictions go back to your state of mind. So it's it's all about the brain. Sure. Second one is your state of mind is at least influenced by chemistry. So you can, it can be changed by uh. dopamine or by um, injecting chemicals. Um, so then that leads to the third thing. You can control your own state of mind. Okay. And then that leads yeah. to kind of the end of that thought process. You can manipulate your state of mind for either spiritual breakthrough or to maximize your productivity or in other words, whatever you need to achieve to right. help solve problems. Gotcha. Yeah. Is that cool? Is that, yeah. Does that unify all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I think yeah. that, that really does surmise yeah. um, much of what we're talking about here. Cool. So, so with that being said, what are some of the positives from a Christian's perspective to, to, to flow? Say, as we've been going through all these different worldviews, we always try to focus on yeah. what are some of the things that the Christian would find positive and what are some of the negatives? Let's start with some of the, what, what are some of the positives? There's one thing that I like about it. Yeah. And it's that um, it can blend science and spirituality. Mm. We often tend to think of those as like two separate things. And I've, uh, uh, yeah. I've tried to I find, hate that false dichotomy yes. that, that, that our society, our culture has created. Yeah. So, you know, it's like um, people would say, well, you know, obviously we've evolved to have this brain or um, but, you know, you, you can mesh what we know about the human brain and mm-hmm. all the anatomy and all that with a creator Um much more smoothly than most people think. And I, oh, yeah. I keep trying to find ways to kind of defend the fact that, you know, you can, uh, you can use science. I'm not going to say believe in science because that's a weird thing to say. No, no. When you know that science is just simply a method for like observing the world and testing yes, it. Observing the world yeah. that our creator has created yeah. for us to observe. But I think that you can do science and, yeah. and take the observations of science and still be a Christian and they go together more often than not. Very yeah. quick tangent. I often find this false dichotomy of science versus religion yeah. to be honestly more on the religious side, typically than I do on the on the science side. Yeah. Um, and so, although there it definitely has been in more recent years more pushback on the from the science side, it, it often has stemmed from the rejection or this 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 from the religious uh, science. You know, it just it's like ooh. I mean, I'm not even going to touch it. I'm a Christian. I don't deal with science yeah. or this, this type of mentality. And, and it, it, I find it to be so frustrating, right? But from, I'll get off my soapbox there. But so. I think with, <laughs> with this, <It's> all good. <laughs> with this worldview, um, I think they're kind of saying, okay, I want these spiritual breakthroughs. So how can I kind of mm-hmm. help my brain chemistry to get there? Absolutely. And so yeah. they're kind of using science in a way um, and blending that with spirituality. Now it's not the way that a Christian would do it, but I think that um, it kind of goes past that false dichotomy or sure. about. So that's good. I'll say this: um, being being able to access certain tools to be able to like focus really well is like important. I think for a lot of Christians, I'm not. I have a bad uh, attention span. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I have, I've had ADHD or whatever, and I don't know if it's gone or whatever, but, um, I will say this. So it's, it, there are a lot of good things that can be done with a very focused mind, like study and sure. Yeah. Um, being able to pray and focus exclusively on God. Uh, so of, of the things you could use this tool for, I think Christians could find value in certain things. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and, and I'm and I'm right there with you, Colin. I mean, I don't think being productive is is necessarily wrong. As a matter of fact, uh, the Bible talks quite a bit about this. Um, in Proverbs uh, ten four, um, uh, Solomon says, "Lazy hands make for poverty, uh, but diligent hands bring wealth." Mm. And in Proverbs twelve eleven, it says, "Those who work their land will have an abundant food, but those who chase fantasies have no sense." Um, so, which which I find to be quite entertaining. Um, and then the last one I'll bring up here is from Second Thessalonians uh, 3.10, where it says, For even when, when we were with uh, Paul is talking about this, is that for even when we were with you, we gave you this rule, the one who is unwilling to work shall not eat. So this idea right. that, you know, work is not necessarily wrong. And so doing work better is not wrong either. The, the question, smart, not hard. Take pride yeah, in your work. Yeah. The, the, the question is, uh, the question is how focused are we going to be on it? So I have another scripture. Has that, it become an idol? Has it become an yeah. idol? That's yeah. a great way of phrasing that. In first Peter four, verse seven, it says to the end of all things is at hand. The, the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be self-controlled and sober minded for the sake of your prayers. Mm-hmm. And so I think w- one of the things, um, that is reiterated in Peter is this idea of like, kind of like remembering and like focusing on uh, God in times, like when things are like, don't get like distracted and things. And I, so to, in, in a lot of ways, I mean, and not just, not just distraction too. I think in a lot of ways, um, Proverbs specifically with um, Solomon, but also with, you know, in other parts like Psalms, it talks about knowledge being important about, uh, being a diligent, like, studier of the word. Well, that verse right there talks about, you know, being in control of yourself, right? Yeah. Well, it says self-control. Yeah. And uh, self-control and self-controlled and sober-minded. Yes. Well, the first part of that, the self-control, I think really does apply to flow state a little bit more from a a positive perspective because you are, because you often find every now and then you'll come across somebody who like does something ridiculous or like goes off on people and, and you're like, well, why are you so rude? So I can't help it. I'm a Pisces or something crazy like that. You know, right. um, they'll excuse their own bad behavior and do nothing to try to change who they are. And, and, and so you just you just sound like a Sagittarius, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a number one. <laughs> so, but but, the, but this idea. So of being in control of yourself in many ways, that's kind of what the first half of what we yeah. talked about of flow state was really trying to do. So. I don't see that that aspect of it. I also can view as somewhat of positive, trying to trying to be more in control of my own faculties. Now, the second half, where you talk, start talking about the DMT and the drugs, yeah. you, you begin to lose that sober the, mind. The I, yeah, you, I was lo- just thinking the same thing. The irony is, you start by wanting to self medicate for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and then you end up losing control. <laughs> so it's like you're trying to act because yeah. usually, for mo- for the most part, I think if you're if you're taking drugs to help you in some way, yes. you're starting out as with the mindset of like, I'm going to 
like have greater control. I'm taking mm-hmm. control of the situation. Right. And it almost always leads you to lose control. <laughs> Don't do drugs kids without a doctor's <laughs> advice. Don't do drugs. <laughs> so on the, like uh, in the broad spectrum idea of this, it kind of yeah. sounds like you could unlock like semi superpower ability stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. And what's, and what's sure. as we transition here, I will say that like, you know, there are good superheroes and then there's super villains and they both share the same <laughs> kinds of power. There is venom to every Spider-Man. There is uh doomsday to every yeah. Superman. And so here's the thing. One of the things I want to say that's negative is that there is no more moral compass to this. Like there's no uh, focus yep. on the yeah. good things of, uh, you know, the, the things that are healthy for you. Uh, there's, it's more about just like yeah. becoming the most, potentially unleashed you can. Yeah. And so if you're a serial killer and you're like, you know what? This flow state sounds really good. And you're never caught. You're like, man, it worked. I was able to focus and (laughs) detect all police officers within the vicinity. I was able to do some really heinous crimes in like a matter of seconds. That's just my side hustle. What? (laughs) Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) So, so one of the negatives is that there is really no accountability or moral compass. It's just like, a way yeah. for human beings yeah. to unlock things. And I guess it, it, it I, is most, it is very, very self-focused. No doubt about that. Uh, so that's the, yeah, that's the second thing you guys. Yeah. Wrote. I mean, I guess when you're, when you're talking about like trying to discipline your brain to try and get into a focused state, right. You can do that for God because God created your mental faculties. Right. Right. Sure. Like I think about, sure. um, I think about some of the things that people do to aid themselves in prayer. So like there's uh, there's like a method called like Lectio Divina where you read the same scripture over and over again. And you like the first time you just read it and try to let it hit you. And then like the second time you read it and you try to ask yourself, like, where's God trying? Like what specific part of this verse is God trying to speak to speak to me with? And then, you know you kind of just read it over and over again. Then you might journal about it or whatever. Those are good ways to like help focus. You're using the same kind of system. You're focusing your brain down or going into a quiet place alone to be with the Lord, like in Matthew. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah, Jesus did this numerous times, but the adverse is that, well, you're saying that it's for God though. Yeah, exactly. That's for God. Yeah. And like for you and God's relationship. One of the things that I've found recently that helps me is to journal a little bit just get on a piece of paper and just start like free association, writing my feelings on things and start, I start kind of talking to God that way. And it helps me focus. Whereas before, like my prayers would be like more all over the place. Um, I think those are, those are good things. So really at its core, the system of like recognizing what latches your brain onto things is good. Um, but what are some of the negatives? Right, but well, that's well, what I'm saying. Well, well, we were Co- already Co- there. Yeah, yeah. Co- Colin already focused on one of those. Yeah, I was that, just saying that where there's, there's no moral. Well, yes, yes and, exactly. And, and how yeah. it's very self-serving. Yeah. So if you're if you're a person that like because this, I feel like anything that focuses on getting into a clear headspace or mm-hmm. whatever would also include in it to be like reflective on things of the good because a lot of times if you are a person who is hyper focused on bad things, you get into stuff like PTSD. Or uh, OCD, which is like very bad mentally. Yeah. I mean, there are people you could argue are in flow state as they super hyperactively obsess over the straightness of their like folders in their desk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so there, uh, I think that it's a little, 
I wouldn't say irresponsible. It's not like they're like putting a weapon in the hands of somebody, but it's to not also say within the confines of this, that there should be a directory, like a direction that you use this for. Like uh, they, they do go into details about like being better at your job, things like that. But if you were a person who practiced flow state, but then you got into a flow state while you were in a hyper, like depressed mood, you would focus exclusively on all the things that were making you upset. Yeah. And so it's hard to, it's, it's hard to, um, like I said, like the superhero analogy with great power comes great responsibility. Uh Oh yeah. So that is something I kept focusing on as I read this. I was, Oh, I focused on it. And so the reason why God (laughs) is very adamant about saying it's okay to be focused and and sober minded and clear vision and, and things like that is because he wants you to have a clear mind for him. Yep. That is a direction. Absolutely. That is a proper direction that focus can go into that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, or or in terms of ministry, you can be focused on like a community or on the goals of serving the Lord in a certain works related ministry, like uh providing uh, uh construction work or something for uh, people in Haiti or whatever, packing backpacks or something. Like if it's works related and it's for something for God, if it's like a good yeah. thing, then that's fine. But to leave it very open-ended. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, um, I love. I'm a very moralistic person one, anyway. Yeah, so. one, of you put, <laughs> one of you put about how productivity leads to success and world achievement, worldly achievement only. That's, I, I, really, mean, I really like that because like one of, the, one of my struggles is like I always want to define myself um, through what I do, right. you know, and God is not that way with us. Oops. <laughs> sorry i lost focus for a minute yeah go ahead zach sorry he's balancing you know um a bunch of spinning plates over a piano so you've done really well <laughs> focusing up to this point you know what's yeah. funny is that i find myself like uh, uh, you know metaphorically balancing plates a lot in my life and that may or may not feel very unfocused yeah but that's but it's it's a good place to be in when you are trying to keep your family afloat and stuff to not just like to make sure you can worry about several things you know but anyway so but it's kind of like so it's like um they call it the hustle you know oh yeah it's like are you are you hustling are you uh trying to get your better place in life by Mm -hmm. achieving a lot like what's what's your side hustle Sure. You know, how are you like building things? And I like I um, it's easy for me to get caught up in the like trying to define my own success that way. And I think that God kind of reminds us, like, no, you're, you know, you're my child first. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's more about who mm-hmm. you are and not about what you do. Well, like um, um, what, the parable about the guy who has the talent, you know, the different guys who go out with the talents and they double their portion of their. Yeah. Talents. Oh, yeah. 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 So let's say that let's take let's take that parable for, for what it is and, and apply the, uh, you know, the flow state. And I, let's think, say I, think, that, I think that's a great idea. Go ahead. So yeah. let's say that the guy who doubles his portion and he goes from five to 10 or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Yep. Maybe he is the best at flow state. Yeah. Does that mean that he is the best for God? I think that the guy who goes from two to four is still just as good to God. Or, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that being successful in a world's pursuit is any more important to God than a person who has two pennies that just puts the last that they have. I think that for God, a a lot of what's more important is 
the literal act of trying hard for God, yeah, regardless of if want, you succeed yeah. or are highly productive. Right. I think it's really about your heart over your mm-hmm. mind. The first. negative, yeah, the negative example in that is the guy who was afraid to do anything with what he was yes. given and right. buried it. Right. Yes, and if I, you if you yeah. want to make that argument, we could say that that guy was just as focused on his task as That's the rest. True, he was. Yes. The, the, he just had a different focus. Right. Yeah. So it's for, for him it was it, his focus was on, well, you didn't really work hard for this and so you've t- uh, you, uh, you claim this is yours, but but I I don't I disagree with that. So I'm just going to bury it and here, you can just have it back. It's, you know. Well, he was afraid to lose it, right? I mean, no, that no, was no, a big no, part no. of it, too. Uh, it, it, was, it wasn't so much he was afraid to lose it as much as it was, I knew you were a hard man and that you didn't actually work in the fields for this. You had other yeah. people working for you. So I buried it instead. You know, and yeah. it's, like, it's like you wicked, wicked servant. You could have at least put it in the bank, you know, and let it gain interest. Let it gain you know, interest. That, 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 that would have been a lazy option. But you, sure. So, but yeah. yeah. But, but you're right. He was, in fact, focused, but his focus was not using it the way the master that's, desired for him to use it. That's yeah. just my yeah. main gripe is that you you can apply this focus and it can succeed for you, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure it can, because to me, it sounds like a very like dress. I mean, I'm not going to slander this. I'm just saying it sounds to me uh, at face value like a dressed up version of trying your best and trying to be yeah. the best like person you can be in yeah. all the ways that you can. Well, it, it's, it's more like. Try your best and hear some methods for to get to that. Best. Right. Right. And yeah. so. Yeah. But but does that ultimately for one, does that ultimately make you happy? Because mm-hmm. if worldly success is all you're gaining, I got to be honest. Celebrities, man, they have tons of success. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. But look at, you know, 2000 early 2000s, Britney Spears or I mean, so many other celebrities who have like, crashed and burned. Right. So if if the. If, and maybe that's why that type of personality that would strive for like that kind of success. Um, a lot of times they're the ones that are very prone to drugs and alcohol right. and those kinds of idols too, because yeah, they're, you can be hyper focused. Yeah. 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 So, so again, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not, I'm not putting it to these guys to say like, Hey, you need to take a moral stance on this. I'm not trying to say that necessarily. What I am trying to say is if you leave only the tools available for yeah. anybody to grab, the potential for what will happen with those tools is up in the air. And so whether or not that is beneficial for anybody is also up in the air as a result. Sure. Because you haven't said this shovel is for digging so that you can make a pool in your backyard. And that's awesome. Instead you leave a shovel out for a person who's never done any gardening and they try their best. And so like, if they're like, Oh, this is a focused tool. I'm going to go and like smack a, uh, fence post into the ground with it. That'll be, that'll be a good idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't really know what you're doing with it. I think that's the point is the, my gripe gotcha. with it gotcha. because um, mm-hmm. the Bible is very specific about staying focused on God, but that's the point. There's a direction there. Yeah. yeah. Now, now one other thing that you did mention earlier in the episode, Colin was the uh, idea that it's, it's, there's a relationship there to Scientology. Um, it's, it's, there is in, in, in some regards. And, and so I find that to be quite interesting as you were talking about some of those aspects. That's that, interesting, too, because it's yeah. like the Hollywood types and stuff that yeah. are but, well, and, 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 Scientology. And, and, and I want to be careful yeah. because just because it has some relationship to something else doesn't make it inherently no. evil. No, no, no. It however, however, if you start getting a ton of alignment with these certain areas, yeah. sure, sure. As, as you seem to point out, that there does seem to be quite a bit of things that seem to line up. Uh, it, 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 it it should at least raise some concerns. Once again, not necessarily to eliminate it, 
because once going back to the idea of meditation, meditation is not inherently evil. We as Christians sure. should also be meditating on the word of God. But the idea there that, um, that, that if things are lining up so much, then maybe it could be a potential danger, potential. Right. Danger. So, so there to be cautious. So, right. So the original idea that L. Ron Hubbard had with Scientology was to somehow like, unlock your immortal state in that we are uh-huh. all trapped within yeah. us. So like in a lot of ways, he had this idea that you are like a soul within your body, but you're, you're immortal. And what's interesting is that initially a lot of stuff lined up with Christianity. It's very strange, but then as time went on, the engrams and the, um, Dianetics stuff about it is very, very close to flow state yeah. in that it is the, you know, if you ever see the interview with, uh, Matt Lowry and, um, Tom Cruise, he's like, you don't think, you don't think people with uh, mental illness could benefit from maybe some kind of medication. He's like, no, because you don't need any medication, man. You just need to understand that these drugs are bad and that you can just do it with your own mind. Right. You can clear out your own mind and be completely clear. Then you don't need any of that. And then everybody was like, "Mm, I don't know if that's true. And so what, what they would perceive as truth is that by clearing out your engrams, I guess that's the word they use. They they literally just mean like bad things in your life or bad things in your on your on your spirit. The more clean you get, the more like in tune with the universe and more closer to your immortal state you are. And then you get the unlocking of things like they're talking about. And so it, they actually put a huge religious emphasis on it and say in Scientology that if everyone were to clear themselves out, the world would be a perfect world. Yeah. But, but so they actually do take it the step further towards religion. And the reason that I said that it kind of uh, links up is like this article, uh, the Stephen Colt, Coulter, Coultlier, yeah, uh, he says in a phrase, yes, but does it grow corn? We borrowed that phrase from the Ojibwa medicine man, Sunbear, who whose full quote is, if your philosophy or religion doesn't grow corn, I don't want to hear about it. Mm, this means we take a gotcha. rigorous multidisciplinary and supremely practical approach to flow science and research at its core. We're flow hackers or people who are very, very interested in generating more flow in our lives. That's the core. And we're trying to grow to that end. We like to start our research by talking to people with the most flow in their lives. Mm -hmm. And they go on to talk about casting a wide net and getting everybody involved and doing it. And so that's when I was like, this mm. feels like it kind of has the trappings of a religion. Right. Which is why I thought yeah. when you yeah. said maybe it's not a worldview, I was like, in a lot of ways, they believe that it is. They Be- really do. And they argue for that point of view. Like, yeah. oh, we want everybody to unlock their flow state. Sure. The world would be a better place. And so yeah. th- that's the thing, though. Like, um, we have we have seen that in other religions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are very self-medicated, like, make yourself better. Yeah. Right. Unlock the best potential of yourself, be the best self you can be. And I actually, I actually don't disagree that sure. God actually, God actually wants you to be your best self. But uh, let me tell you, God knows what your best self is. You yeah. don't know that. That's right. <laughs> it's your best self is what he created in you. It's right. what he created yeah. you. I mean, be. you might know it if yeah. you, if, yeah. if you get to a place in a relationship with God, where God is speaking to you. And it's you not can necessarily know. the person who has unlocked all their productivity and can hustle at their 15 yeah. side jobs the best. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Because again, I, I think in, in the end, the, the scripture is very clear that being focused on the things of heaven, the things of God that are of God mm-hmm. will, will lead you to a, not only a, a, a joyous life, but uh, I mean, it will, it will lead you to its own form of productivity. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, so, so that's my thing is, and ultimately, you know, and I don't want to harp on negative stuff, but ultimately the, the issue for me is that it is a tool with no direction. And yeah. as a result of that, it becomes only about succeeding for yourself in a, in, in a worldly way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so let, 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 um, as a Christian, what would you say to someone who is who is observing this to more of that idolistic perspective? All right, Zach, I'll be flow state guy. You got to convince me. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, man, you uh, you believe you can uh, take your brain and, and discipline it and uh generate more productivity in your life. Wow. That sentence was yeah. talked very, very slowly. You're probably not in flow yet. <laughs> You're probably not very efficient with, if you were able to use. talk with, if you were able to say all that within a quarter of a second, and I am also in flow state right now. So it was much, much slower because I'm living in a much <laughs> slowed down time. That took like 10 years for yeah. me to hear you. I'm <laughs> in sorry. In that time, I've already remodeled my house, no, paid my taxes. I think, well, like, like you know, you yeah. have to combine sort of the great, like we've done uh-huh. with every other episode, you have to combine the gracious things that you agree with uh-huh. and then kind of dis- dissuade them from the bed, right? Right. Even, well, even Paul, when he was at uh, that statue in Athens, the yeah. temple that had all the different shrines of the different gods, he even says to them, ah, I see you are very religious, you know, uh-huh. he like compliments them. Yeah. So I would say um, that, and it's great that you want to, um, that you want to discipline your mind in that way and try to focus on good things. But um, let me ask you like, to what purpose, to what end is there, you know? is there an end game for this? And if it is only for you to get a successful job, let me ask you, do you believe that that alone will bring you happiness? Right. Yep. Exactly. And not just happiness. Mm hmm a sense of fulfillment in your life. Sure. A lot of people have, I would, I'm going to, I'm going to open this up and go past the flow state for a minute. This should be its own episode. Maybe we've already covered this, but maybe this specific thing, I believe a worldview that a lot of people have that is a mental worldview, especially in America is that getting a successful job is the only like most Mm -hmm. important goal. Yeah. And I get very worried for people in that mindset because Mm -hmm. I say, I'm I I'm happy for you if you do get a good job. Yeah. But just remember that when you get there and you have that good job, what's left? Right. Do celebrities feel like they are happier than everyone else? I I don't know. I've I mean I I think many of them report that they don't. Right. I mean, there's a huge amount of depression in yeah and famous you, and rich people. And that and that's kind of my point is that like um, success isn't directly correlated to not only happiness but uh, fulfillment fulfillment i think that meaning in your life i think that people say success equals fulfillment i would say that you you only truly feel fulfilled when you only truly feel fulfilled (laughs) like there's no other way to like get there and i think god for me is the only way to feel that way uh but but i'm saying like you fulfillment is its own thing. It's uh, things can't create fulfillment. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and I think per- it's a mixture of purpose, joy, success in its own way. And so w- one thing that I would like, if I was, t- if the shoe was on the other foot and I was the person talking to a flow state person, I would say um, your success, whether or not 
it, it ends up being a great job for you, maybe a lifestyle of travel, whatever. Um, do you feel like ultimately that is the only goal of your life? And if that yeah. <laughs> is true, do you believe that when the road comes to an end that you will truly be happy with what you have done? Yeah. I would argue that it's about the relationships and about something mm -hmm. greater than yourself. Uh -huh. And once you move away from just focusing exclusively on your own potential, you might see your own potential strengthen even more than you thought was possible with yeah. just your mind. Involved. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're dead on with relationships. I think because a relationship with other people brings you outside of yourself. That's right. But ultimately if you follow that to its own, because people are not perfect either. Right. So if you follow the relationship path kind of to its end game, you also need a relationship with something that's greater than any person. That's right. You know, it's the only way to truly be fulfilled yep. in a relationship is by someone who won't let you down. And so for us, that's Jesus. Um, and, you know, I would say the only relationship you can have that won't let you down. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's a start down the path to oh. get them to look outside themselves, I think. A great analogy of this, I think, to maybe like close things out, which I think is really funny and great, is if you if any of you have ever seen the show Futurama, uh, the professor guy makes this uh, he has a monkey and he makes this hat for the monkey to oh, wear. Yeah. And when he wears it, the monkey becomes like super genius level smart. But okay. just like in real life, a lot of geniuses of the past were like these tormented thinkers who ended up having bad relationships and ended up kind of isolationist and alone and stuff like that. I think Martin Luther actually was a genius level smart as well, but well, that'll be another thing for another time. But at the end of the episode, he is like torn between being a monkey and being like a scholar and he ends up like falling off a waterfall. And when they find him, his hat has been like smushed. And he puts it on and it's only working at 50% capacity. And he says, he goes, oh, let me fix it. And he goes, no, wait, I think I like it better this way. I, I think I feel happy when I was smart. I had all this pressure to use my mind. And when I was a monkey, I was too dumb to know how to do anything. <laughs> and so, so average intelligence is what you want <laughs> so he's like i'll go to business school and he's like the professor's like no but like that's the whole point is like that in the end for i mean this is a silly analogy but it, i think it does hold some truth to it and that is that you could unlock the intelligent uh potential of your mind but would that would that really fulfill you in your life i wonder very hard about that gotcha yeah okay very nice. Good episode, guys. Yeah, yeah thank buddy. you, Zach, for introducing the series to us. Um, and for I really think we need to get together and do a Pomodoro session. A Pomodoro session. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a romping fun All right. Saturday Hold night. on. I have, a, I have an unlock your mind thing that I'm going to introduce to you guys. We are going to take a 10-hour road trip and listen to every Dream Theater album in order without stopping. And the only time we are going to stop is to use the restroom. Yeah. You'll become that guy from the meat. You know, the meme where it's like a brain and then the brain starts to light up yes. and then eventually it's like, yeah, it's like big. The whole body's red and it's the whole body's yeah. red. And it's, yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, we will uh, catch you all next time. We are, uh, this will probably be for now, the end of this series. If we decide to do any more uh, uh, world uh, views, we will probably pick this you back up. You guys need to invent some more worldviews. 
Oh yeah, like, that we can say Ple- are competing. Oh, don't! I'm, I was about to say, please invent more rule reviews for us to debunk, but that's probably not good for the kingdom. So, uh, but yeah, so check us out on the um, uh, Podbean. Uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, any of those places you get your podcasts. Uh, please check out our Patreon. We're always uploading stuff. Uh, Zach has been really good about getting new content out there. Oh, a yeah. lot of our banter, a lot of our uh-huh. like uh, uncut music, and uh, yeah, so we will. <laughs> you were in flow state and you were experiencing that like 10 hours slower. So. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, we will talk to you next time. Yep. Don't do drugs. Peace.